Hello humans, welcome to my podcast for inspired souls that are looking to improve and grow upon their already wonderful lives. I am your host Sabrina Victoria and this is episode 82. It is December 17th, Monday and with the hecticness of the new year coming there are bound to be late nights and for those of you like me who are chasing dreams and trying to make things happen all while being a great mom, a great lover, and also adding to the national gross product, sometimes sleep seems to be more of an option than an obligation. So this list is more of a reminder for myself than a you must do list because this is probably one of my biggest downfalls in the world of Sabrina. So let's recap again, (laughs) for my sake and your sake, the importance of sleep. Join me. She has no business giving advice because all the so-called social norms are against her. But she's here in your world to give her slightly biased in-your-face opinion on how she thinks you could human better. Follow now to catch all her inspirational words on life, business, love, and learning to empower yourself. And now, your host, Sabrina Victoria. humans. I certainly hope everyone has been having a fantastic Monday. It is 6.28 p.m. on December 17th. My day was so productive and it was so productive because I actually slept last night. Now this is the issue that I have. I go on a minimum of or sometimes I guess on a maximum of four to five hours of sleep on any given night. This has been an issue that I've had for many, many years now. Um, It was an issue because of the individual I was sharing my life with for a very long time. And I just kind of got used to it. When you've been living in that type of environment for over a decade, sometimes bad qualities follow you around. So after I left him, I wound up going off on my own. I started up some new endeavors, some side hustles, started following my passion, still getting four to five hours of sleep, but but at least I'm chasing my dreams, right? But listen, I saw a huge difference between today's productivity and my usual productivity, and that is because I got over eight hours of sleep last night. So I thought it would be a great time to remind myself and to remind you of the importance of sleep. Because sometimes we forget, we get so caught up in our day, so caught up in the amazing uh, world at our fingertips and all the wonderful things that we could be doing. Uh, Some of us stay up way too late watching Netflix. (laughs) Some of us stay up way too late. Uh, cleaning our homes, taking care of bills, working, um, and everything else in between, I guess. Especially in the role of an adult, it seems like our work is never done between housework and uh, side hustles and being a mom and being a good lover and um, just, I guess, just adding, just adding to the world, just giving back and being a good person. Sometimes time just flies away from us. So um, 
I don't know. I thought this would be a great thing to touch base, another thing to add to your list of things to do on how to human better in 2019. And reminder to myself because I saw a huge difference. I always know that I'm always very productive throughout my day no matter what, but I did see a huge difference as the day went on um, with just, uh, I guess, how much more in tune and awake and available I was as a person today and kind of got me to thinking. So good recap for me and you. So the first thing that I want to mention that I have noticed and one of the reasons why I opted towards, you know, getting more sleep many times in my life is poor sleep actually makes you fat. Poor sleep is strongly linked to weight gain. And this a lot of times is because You're eating more throughout the day in order to gain your energy. This was a huge awakening for me probably around three or four years ago. I had put on a good amount of weight, nothing crazy, but a good amount for myself. And I started to realize that the reason why was because I was staying up so late working, but in order to stay up late, I needed to be consuming food. I would be eating so late and always eating junk food because there's nothing good open that late, number one. And number two, you just start snacking because your body is craving sugar. It's craving the energy to stay awake. And then usually when you're up that late, you're not doing much but sitting. Most people aren't up till two or three in the morning working out or going to the gym. Usually it's you're sitting, you're working, you're sitting watching TV, sitting folding clothes, whatever it is, there's lots of sitting going on usually when you're staying up till two, three o'clock in the morning. So one of the things that I uh, noticed was that, so I've become more aware of that Um, So one of the things that I did to fix it is I did a lot more teas, um, things that I could, I guess, consume without a whole lot of calories, such as cut up vegetables, smoothies. I would make myself a smoothie late at night. Um, Again, not that I am trying to promote staying up late, but if you are staying up late, make sure that you're consuming things that are not very high in man-made sugars. Uh, So that was one of the things that I had to change. But for those of you that are staying up late, look at what you're eating. A lot of times you're eating things that are really sugary. And because they're really sugary, then what actually winds up happening is you get what lots of people like to call insomnia, where they're not able to sleep. I cannot tell you how many people on my Facebook are constantly talking about insomnia. And I guarantee you it's because you're drinking way too much caffeine within your day and or consuming way too much sugar. So if you're drinking any sort of caffeine or taking in any sort of sugar past probably noon o'clock, that is going to interfere dramatically with how you sleep that night. So me, myself, I try very, very hard to rarely consume man-made sugars, number one. Number two, I don't consume any caffeine, very, very, very little to zero caffeine in my diet. 
and I sleep like a baby. When I fall asleep, I sleep. If you're having trouble falling asleep, if your doctor is telling you have insomnia, you need to take a good hard look at what you're doing in your day how much caffeine and how much sugar are you taking in, number one? And number two, how much extracurricular activities are you doing throughout your day? So if all you're doing is waking up, driving to work, working, driving home, eating, sitting on the couch, watching TV, and you are predominantly working in an area where you're sitting in a cubicle or sitting at a desk all day, you are literally sitting for your entire day and then you're laying down and you're expecting your brain and your body to be able to fall asleep, but you really didn't exert any energy. Now, I know that you might feel tired and a lot of times you're feeling tired because the food that you took in that day was super, super heavy. Lots of meats and lots of carbs will make your body tired but not necessarily your mind or your muscles tired. So you want to make sure that you are exerting enough energy, getting enough exercise throughout your day to exhaust your body. When you exhaust your body and your muscles, then you can actually fall asleep a lot better in your day. Now, when you're falling asleep and you're sleeping hard, I'm not talking about just being in bed. If you're waking up consistently, if you're tossing and turning all night, not a good sign of getting good sleep. I highly recommend if you're having issues with this to invest in a Fitbit. I cannot tell you how much more aware of my sleep habits um, have come I guess my way with having the fit bit. Um, it tells you all the times that you woke up throughout the night. It marks your deep sleep, your REM sleep, your light sleep. And it really gives you a visual of what you're doing all night. They say that on average, you should be getting one and a half to two hours of deep sleep every single night. And um, unless you can track that and figure out if that's what you're getting, it's very, very difficult to pinpoint, number one, why you can't sleep, and number two, why you're so exhausted in your day. And a lot of times that's because you're not actually ever getting into a deep, solid sleep at night because um, the levels in your body are off with either sugar or caffeine. So good sleep obviously can improve concentration and productivity. So sleep is important for various aspects of the brain function. And this is what happened to me today. All right. The more sleep you get, the better your brain actually works. See, not getting enough sleep actually negatively affects your brain. I've mentioned a few times that I read a book about a year or two ago called The Sleep Revolution by Adriana Huffington. Uh, she's the one that actually has created and owns the Huff Post that you see everywhere online on Facebook predominantly. And she did a huge study on sleep. The book is called Sleep Revolution. And what she found was, which was huge impact to me, is the brain actually functions to a similar degree 
as being intoxicated by alcohol when you're that tired. It is almost identical. The amount of car accidents, the amount of medical errors, the amount of mistakes at work are very, very similar to the per, to a person that is intoxicated with alcohol. So that is how dangerous that is. And then on the other hand, good sleep has been shown to improve problem-solving skills and enhance memory performance for all ages. And see, this is why I decided to sit down and do this topic today because I saw a huge difference. Now, don't get me wrong. I perform phenomenally on four to five hours of sleep. I can get away with four hours of sleep all day long, every single day. But when I see back-to-back differences in, you know, I've predominantly been getting probably about four to five hours of sleep for the last probably two weeks or so, then all of a sudden I get over eight hours of sleep. I can back to back see a huge difference in my performance. And I wanted to bring that to light here and almost remind myself also in the, um, as far as the reason why it's important to make sure that you're getting enough sleep at least a few times a week or maybe even raising it. One of the things that I did after I read this book is I went from predominantly getting about four hours of sleep and I raised it to six hours of sleep. So granted, it still isn't the normal, like you're supposed to be sleeping eight hours every single night, but it was a huge difference in the lifestyle that I made in order to make sure that I got those extra two hours of sleep. And there was a huge difference in my performance performance at that time. And um, I've been fluctuating lately. Like I've read the book and I try really hard to embrace things and, um, and actually implement things into my life that I've learned. So I do try on a regular basis that if I have been getting a little bit of sleep and a little bit of sleep and a little bit of sleep to make sure that I, I am getting here and there a good amount of sleep, like six hours, seven hours, eight hours of sleep, at least maybe once or twice a week because I am now aware of it. Now, is that where I want to be long-term? No, right? But I am aware of it. I'm trying when I feel my body getting weaker, getting tired, I'll allow myself to sleep in or allow myself to go to bed a little bit earlier. Um, So it's making those adjustments throughout the day to kind of blend with my lifestyle, but also be aware that, you know, long-term effects of not getting enough sleep is not healthy physically or mentally, right? And the other thing to, to remember is, when you're um, not getting enough sleep, you're not only your brain performance, but also just the performance of your body, your athletic performance is greatly impacted by um, the amount of sleep you get. So if you are the type of person that is working out a lot throughout your day, your performance um, as an athlete is going to drop tremendously if you're not getting enough sleep every single night. So a lot of times maybe even skipping the gym or skipping a workout in order to catch up on your sleep might actually do you more good than pushing yourself for that extra workout and then being sleep deprived the following day. So it's making good decisions, it's listening to your body and really figuring out what you need as a person. Um, sleep 
uh, I'm just pulling up this article right now um, online that says poor sleep is linked to depression. <coughs> it says mental health issues such as depression are strongly linked to poor sleep quality and sleeping disorders. It has been estimated that 90% of people with depression complain about sleep quality. Poor sleep is even associated with the increase of death by suicide. Those with sleeping disorders like insomnia or obstruction sleep apnea also report significantly higher rates of depression than those without. So that's another one to add to the list. If you are feeling depressed constantly, if you're constantly down, constantly negative, it could pay having a huge impact on that part of your brain that's sleep deprived. So again, watch your diet. Go back to the things that you're consuming throughout your day that are possibly interrupting your sleep. Or if you're very, very stressed, if you have a lot on your mind, I encourage you to write things down. One of the things that I have done probably now for four or five years is I'm really, really good at constantly writing lists. I have lists going in my life all day long because I don't want to have to forget when you are falling asleep, you want to be able to know that there's nothing to worry about. A lot of times our brains are going so fast and going 100 miles an hour because we haven't written our stuff down. We're worried about forgetting it. So you're thinking to yourself, I can't forget to pick up Molly's shoes. I can't forget to stop by the grocery store to pick up bread. I can't forget Ken's birthday. I can't, you know, forget that I need to have a meeting at 10 o'clock tomorrow morning. And you go around and around and around and around thinking of all these things. And then you add another one here and then you add another one there. None of them are written down. You're worried about forgetting them and you can't get to sleep. Versus if you just sat down and wrote down on a piece of paper those five or six items and anything else that pops in your head head, write it down right before bed, write it down while you're in bed, keep it by your nightstand. You, there will be a constant um, feeling of like uh, a weight being lifted off your shoulders because you know no matter what when you wake up that list is going to be there for you and you can sleep soundly and not worry about it. Same thing with any problems or any worries that you have going on. Thinking about it and worrying about it while you're in bed is not going to do anything for you. If you're worrying about a fight that you and your spouse just had, if you're worrying about your bills being paid, if you're worried about getting fired from your job or whether or not you're going to get that promotion, thinking about it and dwelling about it while you're in bed is not going to change the outcome of what is going to happen. So I encourage you, and I talk about this all the time, is taking those thoughts, either writing them down, or if it's a worry or a frustration, taking that feeling, physically watching yourself, put it in a box, and putting that box up in a closet, and you can, in the morning, pull that box back down, open it up, and start worrying and get all that anxiety again that you had the night before. If you wanna keep doing that, but put it away so that your body can sleep and your body can rest. And this way also you'll be able to combat all those issues and all those problems so much better if you are in a healthy um, mindset, healthy, healthy mindset. 
because sleep affects your emotions. It affects your social interactions. So if you're sleep deprived, right? Like last night, I was so tired. I was frustrated. I was irritated. There was any little thing which is making me so angry. See, it affects your emotions. It affects your social interactions to um, such a high point that you can actually alter your entire world because you're not sleeping correctly. Several studies have found this. Several studies have confirmed this. You need to make sure that you're getting enough sleep. Good sleep, right, is one of the pillars of health. It's not just what you eat. It's not just exercise. It's also sleep. Sleep is like the third leg that you need in order to make sure that you are a healthy, um, vibrant human being. All right. So I certainly hope that this list um, hit you correctly. Take all this stuff into consideration. Look up, Google up whatever you have questions with. And listen, sit down and figure out what you're eating. If you're dealing with not being able to sleep, again, have an open, honest communication with yourself on number one, what you're eating, number two, what you're drinking, and number three, are you taking a bunch of stress and anxiety to bed with you that is not necessary? Are you able to box that up and put it away, number one? Number two, are you able to write this stuff down in a pad of paper so you don't have to re-go over it and over and over again in your head, but it'll be sitting there waiting for you when you wake up, all right? So thanks very much for joining me here at my podcast, Human Better. Be sure to follow me here on SoundCloud under Sabrina Victoria. I'm also under sabrinavictoria.com. That's where all my social media is. Always healthy, passion-filled content here. I am here to support you in your dreams. Reach out to me anytime. I'm always willing to hear and guide you to your passion. Much love. Thanks for listening. For more awesome spoonfuls of things only Sabrina can get away with saying, visit sabrinavictoria.com. And this is a reminder to follow Sabrina Victoria on Facebook for posts straight to your wall as soon as they happen.